Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21. Thank you for joining us as we study biblical prophecy. I have an announcement to make in that beginning in January 2024, Luke 21 is going to expand options for you. We're going to have a video option that will be on YouTube and some other formats, video formats. And if you like the audio, just like you've been listening to, we'll have that available too, just like we always have. And so I hope you would uh, join us. And along with the expanded video option, we're going to be creating a Luke21.com brand new website that will have resources, and then you can link to some of the shows you might want to listen to a second time. You want to capture the scripture references that I refer to and such. But today, we're going to be talking about Ezekiel and Revelation. In our last episode, I mentioned that the Old Testament prophets were the keys to understanding Revelation. And one of those Old Testament prophets that's particularly important for understanding the book of Revelation is the prophet Ezekiel. In a sense, Ezekiel, I would compare to like the human body, the very skeleton of Ezekiel, or if you prefer, the outline, the structure of the entire book of Revelation is almost from a blueprint of Ezekiel. These are not the same message, but the same or very similar structures. And then in addition, and that's kind of like the external part, you look at the outline of a book, but also the inner life of Ezekiel and the inner life of St. John. And in my understanding, and I'll show you why I think this is as we go through this episode and the next, I believe St. John saw himself, his self-identity, as a New Testament Ezekiel. So let's dig in to the book of Ezekiel, and I have a wonderful uh, diagram here for you entitled, Revelation, a Christian Rewriting of Ezekiel. And notice that title is kind of very specific it's not a Christian summary or a restatement of Ezekiel, but a rewriting of Ezekiel. In other words, there's differences between Ezekiel and Revelation, but there's a lot of similarities. And let's just go through here. I have a dozen similarities, and, and some of these similarities, some commentators list up to 20. But once you see this, You'll never look at the book of Revelation the same, at least that's my hope, particularly the last chapters of the book of Revelation, chapter 20, 21, and 22, and especially chapter 20, because how you interpret Revelation 20 kind of colors your whole view of biblical prophecy. But let's start. After you get through the book of Revelation, the intro and identity of the author and then the central focus, namely Jesus Christ, the Alpha and Omega. St. John writes about seven churches in chapters 2 and 3, 
And then in chapter four, everything gets really strange. Uh, it's almost like something you've never seen because it is something you've never seen. St. John is taken up to the very throne room of God. This is like the control room of the universe. And it's interesting, in the book of Ezekiel, the same thing happens in Ezekiel chapter 2. Look a little further down. They both find a scroll written on the front and the back. In other words, the scroll is like God's plan, and they're shown God's plan. St. John sees it in Revelation 5. Ezekiel sees it in Ezekiel chapter 2. And notice as we go through, you know, Ezekiel 1, 2, 5, 9, 10, 12, 16. I'm on the left-hand column. And then you have Revelation 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 11. This is more than coincidence as we go through. We find the plagues upon the covenant breakers, Revelation 6, Ezekiel 5 through 8. The sealing on the foreheads of the saints in Revelation 7. That's also in Ezekiel 9. The coals of fire from the altar of God. The day of judgment, Revelation 10, Ezekiel 12. And I'm going to go on. In Revelation chapter 20, we have probably the one of the more difficult passages to interpret in all of biblical prophecy. And it's perhaps the chapter where everybody really goes off the rails who don't follow the more traditional teachings of the church, the Catholic Church, the Catechism of Catholic Church, St. Augustine, City of God, because they take what's called the first resurrection in Revelation chapter 20 as a literal resurrection from the grave. In other words, a Christian who has died and is buried and is in the grave is resurrected. And they take that first resurrection in Revelation 20 to be a literal physical resurrection. Now, it's easy to misunderstand that particularly if you ignore John chapter 5, where Jesus talks about two resurrections, one now occurring in this present time, and then the one at the end of time, which will be the physical one. But there's another cross-reference when besides John chapter 5, if you're studying the first resurrection, because this is critical, this affects your whole timeline of biblical prophecy, what comes before Ezekiel 38 and 39? Now, I don't know if you're aware with the uh, uh, whole Hamas-Gaza-Israel conflict going on right now in the Middle East, there is a slew of YouTubes, and I don't want to name names, but nationally known evangelical prophecy teachers of the rapture bent. Not all evangelicals are of that bent. But they say, we're going to do a deep dive into uh, Ezekiel 38 and 39. And then we're going to focus on 38 and 39 of Ezekiel, because that's really the key to what's going on over there. And one thing they, they miss is Ezekiel 37, which is the chapter that comes before Ezekiel 38. And what happens in Ezekiel 37 is that there's a great vision Ezekiel has of Israel. They're called the dry bones. 
And God asks Ezekiel, can these bones live? And Ezekiel doesn't even answer because it looks like an impossible task. And then the Spirit comes, the Holy Spirit comes and brings them to life. You see, there are two resurrections for the Christian. There are two resurrections in God's plan. The first resurrection by faith and baptism, we are born again. We are raised from spiritual death to spiritual life. And there's this in-between time. Ezekiel 37 is talking about it. And Revelation 20 in the first resurrection is talking about it. And as you go through all of these parallel references between Revelation and Ezekiel, and to ignore the book of Revelation, which is obviously a very key book when you're talking about biblical prophecy, they do a deep dive into Ezekiel, two chapters, ignoring the context of Ezekiel 37, and then really blasting it out of context by ignoring Revelation 20, which is the final word on the same topics. Then you go to number 10 on my outline here, that Gog and Magog battling the saints. And of course, um, we are told that this is Russia coming down into Israel. And actually, Ezekiel 38 and 39 doesn't say that. And in addition, it's not just one nation coming down. It's a confederacy of seven nations. And when we get to the book of Revelation, we'll look at Ezekiel 38 and at the significance of seven repeated by the prophet Ezekiel. But explicitly, the parallel passage, so to speak, the new covenant, the final revelation of this Gog-Magog battle in Revelation 20, it's worldwide. And again, all of these deep dives into Ezekiel 38 and 39 that appeared on the internet. I'm talking about literally the last 60 days. Uh, I've watched a number of them. And you know how YouTube works. You watch one and they send you 10 more of the same subject and such. And the big names and well as uh, pastors of uh, smaller congregations and such have all mentioned Ezekiel 38 and 39 and they're zipper-lipped about Revelation 20 also talks about Gog and Magog. And I'm hoping that once you look at this, you'll never kind of go back and and ignore it in that way. And then finally, well, actually not finally, close to final, Revelation 21, where you have the New Jerusalem. Now, in Ezekiel chapters 40 through 48, you have the New Jerusalem, and you have a new temple, and it's in a very, it's supposed to express a very ideal, ideal picture of the temple. And Ezekiel has all kinds of architectural uh, specifics about it. I just learned yesterday that a leading rabbi, this is a legend, but it's a rabbinic legend, trying to reconcile Ezekiel's temple with the temple specifications earlier. Like in the book of Leviticus, he burned 300 barrels of oil trying to figure out that parallel. Well, It's not supposed to be a literal blueprint, just like Revelation 21 isn't to be a literal blueprint, because if you take the dimensions of the New Jerusalem in Revelation 20, the city would not possibly fit 
within the entire nation of Israel. It's a possibility. And so it's talking about something of ideal proportions. And of course, there's millions of dollars, both by uh, Jews and rapture-oriented evangelicals, sending, I understand, millions of dollars preparing to rebuild a third temple. An Old Testament temple, the temple that stood until 70 AD, they want to rebuild a third temple, the final eschatological temple at the end times. And um, they want to build it on the specifications of Ezekiel 40 through 48. Again, zipper lip, no mention of Revelation chapter 21, which says there's no temple there. None. There isn't a temple. Anything. Well, what a letdown is that? No, it isn't a letdown because in the next breath, Revelation 21 says, for the temple is the Lord God Almighty, the presence of Almighty God. In the temple, the presence of God was in a room, what, either 20 by 20 or 30 by 30, and now the temple is the whole world. And so, again, (laughs) these people who are sending millions to rebuild Ezekiel's temple aren't paying sufficient attention to Revelation 21. And then finally, you have the river of life, both in Ezekiel 47, Revelation 22. What could be more obvious that there's a parallel in the structure of Ezekiel and Revelation? And if you're saying, we're going to study the book of Revelation, we'll study that, but we won't pay any attention to the book of Ezekiel. Then we're going to study Ezekiel, but we're not going to pay any attention to the book of Revelation. I'm saying you're missing the boat if you approach the Bible in that sense. It's not either or and separated. It's both and, Ezekiel and Revelation. I'm Steve Wood, your host, and you've been listening to Luke 21. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. Visit us online at luke21.com.